Hi guys, we're getting to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. Let's get a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow. We try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can as we continue to serve our Lord. Find the podcast on YouTube, subscribe there, but you can also find it anywhere that you can get your podcast. And like the new Facebook page so we can chat and talk and, and grow and, and kind of build this community here where we can study and grow the scriptures together. Or grow grow together with the scriptures, all right? So, Today's podcast is literally one word. I'm so excited about this one today. It, the podcast today is one word. And that one word is maybe, right? Maybe, maybe. Well, where, where do you get that? Where do you get that word from? Like, what, what, what are you talking about? Maybe it doesn't make sense. Maybe what? Have you ever heard of the, um, of the, the parable of the Chinese farmer? It's an interesting concept. And it, it goes like this. There was a Chinese farmer that had one prize horse. And that prize horse was something that he loved. He trained. He took care of all that. But one day that horse runs away. And so all the neighbors and everyone around says, well, this has to be the worst day for you. Something that you, you cared for and you cherish. It ran away. We're so sorry. And he said, well, well maybe. So then weeks, months, Days later, the horse comes back. But the horse doesn't come back by itself. The horse comes back with seven others. And so everyone comes around and says, well, this is great. This is the greatest day ever. You know, you've got your original horse back. Now you have sevenfold. This has got to be the greatest day. And then the Chinese farmer wisely, maybe. So then again, he had an adult son that worked on the farm with him. And that adult son took one of those uh, seven that were untamed and tried to tame it. And as he's trying to tame it, that horse bucks him off, and now he breaks his leg. Everyone comes around and hears the news. This has to be the worst, the worst thing ever. One of those untamed horses that came back, you know, it hurt your son. I'm so sorry to hear that. And he said, uh, maybe. So then messengers come to the door a few days later. And the messengers come and say, every able-bodied man has to fight. So they look at the farmer, and he's obviously too old to fight. So then they look at the son, who's old enough and young enough, but his leg is broken. And so he can't go to war. So the messengers leave. So all the, all the neighbors come around and say, well, this has to be the greatest day. Because now the horse that you tried to tame that broke his leg, now he doesn't have to go to war. This is a great day. And the farmer wisely said, huh, maybe. So the moral of that proverb is everything that happened to them, whether in everyone else's minds it was good or it was bad, the farmer didn't necessarily think of it that way. He kept rolling with the punches and he kept just experiencing what was going on. He didn't get too high with the quote unquote bad, you know, or he didn't get too low with the quote unquote bad. And he didn't get too high with the good. See, sometimes the, the moral of that proverb is we don't know the consequences of what we think is bad. But we also don't know the consequences of what we think is good. So going back to that proverb, the consequence of that first horse running away, man, it's never going to come back. But then it comes back and it brings seven untamed. Well, now this is the greatest thing ever. But now those untamed ones hurt his son. So is it good or is it bad? Sometimes we don't know 
the consequences of the things that happen in life. But sometimes what we have to do is whether things happen that are good or bad, we have to keep living. We can't stop. And so there's a song um, uh, by Kaloe Kai, K-O-L-O-H-E-K-A-I, right? Check that out on Spotify, right? Kaloe Kai. And the song's called Round and Round. And he begins it by saying, if we all had our problems, just like this Chinese farmer did, if we all have our problems in a bag, which bag would you grab? Would you want to trade your bag? Or would you take home what you had? Would you hate your cards or even fold your hand? Or would you open up your heart and be grateful for what you have? See, when we think about this this idea and this word, maybe, sometimes the things that happen to us that we think are bad, maybe it's not, guys. Maybe the things that we think are just devastating and the worst thing that could ever happen to us and we're just, we're so, it's just a bad thing. Maybe it's, maybe it's bad right now, but maybe it's setting you up for something amazing. But then on the flip side, maybe something that we just think is the best thing since sliced bread, something that we think is just amazing and great and it's going to work out. It's going to be, a, it's just going to be the greatest thing ever when it happens. Then maybe the consequence of that thing that we think is great is actually a bad thing for us. So think about this with me as we as we talk about this and as we move into this idea of maybe. So we can't use this year because we've, we've only got a month in in 2022. So a lot can happen in a month, but not as much as happened last year in terms of time frame because we already went through a whole year last year. So let's use last year as an example. Last year, weren't there some things that happened that you thought were really good? For me, for sure. Yeah, there were some things that happened last year that I thought were were great things that happened. But also last year, aren't there some things that happened that you thought were really, really bad that you didn't want to happen, but it it is what it happened. It is what it is, right? But here's a here's the thing about it though. We don't know the after effects and we don't know the consequences of those things that happen. But what we gotta do as Christians we have to trust where the Lord is leading us. We have to roll with the good and roll with the quote unquote bad too. So how do we, how do we do that? Maybe <laughs> we'll see. I'm excited about this. one, right. I'm excited about this. one. so let's get into it. We're going to look at two points. We're going to look at two things as we talk about this idea and this concept of maybe. So number one, just because you get what you want right now doesn't mean it's going to work out. Just because you get what you want doesn't mean the consequence is going to be good. So think about this. Look at 1 Samuel chapter 8. 1 Samuel chapter 8, and I want us to look at verses 19 through uh, um, 19 through 22. And again, if you're new to the podcast, let's, let's open up our Bibles together and let's go there because this is going to be interesting as we look at this. So remember, we're talking about this idea and this concept of maybe trying to understand perspective on things that happen in our lives. So on on one side, just because you you finally got what you wanted doesn't mean that what you wanted is going to be the greatest thing for you. So think about this, 1 Samuel 18, 
or first Samuel eight, I'm sorry, verses 19 through 22. What did they want? They wanted a king, right? But then verses 10 through 18, God and Samuel warn Israel and they tell him every bad thing that this king's going to do. But then they still wanted what they wanted. So notice verse 19. Nevertheless, the people refused to obey the voice of Samuel. And they said, no, we will. (laughs) We will have a king over us so that we can be like all the other nations. That our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. And Samuel heard all the words of the people and he rehearsed them in the ears of the Lord. And the Lord said unto Samuel, hearken unto them, listen to them and make him a king. So think about it. Israel got exactly what they wanted. But sometimes when you get exactly what you want or what you think you want right now, doesn't mean the consequence of that's going to be good. Not necessarily. So here's what Israel failed to realize. Okay, now we're on the same playing field as everybody else, quote unquote. But little did they know they were actually, they had an advantage over everybody else. They had God, but did everybody else and all the other nations have God? They had kings, but they didn't have God. But Israel was so focused on being quote unquote happy and fitting in like everybody else that they sacrificed God to get what they wanted. Here's the thing about this guys. (laughs) Sometimes we'll sacrifice something that's great to get something that's good. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, let's say that again. Oh, sometimes we'll sacrifice something that's great just to trade it in for something or someone that's just good. So now Israel sacrificed the, the love, the protection, the care, the concern of God for a king, for a guy, for a man. And guess what? God said, all right. And just like Sam and I talked about um, in the last podcast, talking about love and how love can't be forced, that's the beautiful thing about God. If if you don't want God, God's not going to just, oh, well, look, I can change. I can change. I will do what you want. Just please stay. God's not going to do that. God said, if you want him, you can go with them. You can go with them. Does it mean that God stopped caring about them? No. But God says, if you want to choose them, you can choose them, which is a great life lesson in life, by the way. Just putting that out there. That's a great life lesson in life. So think about it. Just because you get what you want right now doesn't mean it's always going to work out. But what you'll have to do, you're going to sacrifice something that's great for something that's just good. And And really... When you think about quote-unquote good, Saul didn't end up being the greatest king for them anyway. So they suffered. Consequence wasn't good. So then think about this. Think about uh, think about David and Bathsheba. David wanted what he wanted, right? But then as, as he wanted Bathsheba, notice what David had to do to get her. David had to manipulate her husband. David had to befriend her husband like he really cared about it about the guy David had to uh tell uh the the host of the guard to put uh Bathsheba's husband at the beginning of the 
at the front of the army so that he could die first. And then at the end, I finally got the person I wanted. See, sometimes as we're talking about this, think about what David lost. Remember, whenever we get what we want, there's always a sacrifice. So Israel sacrificed God. David sacrificed Bathsheba's husband and a good guy, a great guy, by the way. Because remember, when when he came in to eat with David and drink wine, he said, no, I can't do this. Why would I go in and be with my wife and drink when my men are are out fighting? I'm not going to do that. So David had to sacrifice a good guy to get what he wanted. Sometimes in order to get what we want or what we think we want, we'll do what it takes in order to get it. And we'll sacrifice whoever. I mean, the they sacrifice God. We'll sacrifice a good person for some. I'm telling you, it, it, the concept is there. But sometimes in order to get what we want, we'll do what it takes in order to get it. So if that means, like David, I got to hurt somebody else to get what I want, I'll kill him. If that means that we don't have a close relationship with God for me to be to, to get a king like everybody else, I'll do it. It's all. See, here's what consequences really is. Consequences is really is you sitting down and choosing what you want to sacrifice for what you want right now. It's choosing what you want to sacrifice for what you want. But the consequences will always reveal itself later. Consequences will always reveal itself later. So, again, as we think about that concept, maybe, well, maybe, see, something that they thought in their minds would bring them happiness, it didn't. It, it really didn't. You know, here's a secular example. Again, you know, and sometimes we bring up sports on the podcast. You know, everybody, if you don't even know basketball, you know about the Lakers. And the Lakers, um, they signed uh, Russell Westbrook, amazing player, great player. But as they signed him, they thought, man, this is going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. You know, his family loves LeBron's family. LeBron's family loves his family. When they come together, it's going to be a perfect union. It's going to be amazing. So they come together. And now they come together just based off of their friendship, based off how long their families known each other. That's the only reason they come together. It's because familiarity. That's the only reason. But they forgot they play basketball for a living. And his style doesn't match his style. So now guess what? Consequences are that great right now. They're pretty bad. Sometimes things that we think are going to work just based off of other things. Sometimes we got to remember Yes, a marriage involves families, but what about you two as individuals? Are you willing to deal with his 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 struggles, her struggles, their problems, his problems, her problems? Because it's not it's not families. Again, like Genesis says, the two become one. <laughs> so now you got you got LeBron and Russ. Their families are great, but the two become one, and it's not being it's not great right now. And so think about it as we talk about this concept of maybe, just because. We get something that we think is really, really great. Doesn't mean the consequence is going to be really, really great. So what's the application? What are we supposed to do? So instead of us leading the way, we have to let the Lord lead the way. You know, I'm reminded of um, of Psalm chapter 37. 
Psalm 37, verse 23, right? It talks about the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and the Lord delights in his way. You know, even with, with Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 23, it is not in man to direct his own steps. It is, it is not in man to do that. And even even um, uh, Proverbs chapter uh, 16, right? Proverbs chapter 16, I believe it's verse um, 19, right? Uh, yeah, better it is to be a, uh, or 16 verse 9, uh, a man's heart divides his way, but the Lord directs his steps. See, it, it's the same concept. We have to let the Lord direct our steps. So going back to, to Israel and going back to David, what did David think was good? Bathsheba. What did Israel think was good? Saul. Did they ever ask the Lord his help? Did they ever ask the Lord for his help at all? Nope. So guess what? They just went off of their own minds. So instead of asking for their help, they just wanted what they wanted. That's We have to be careful with that. That's tough. So something in our minds, something in your mind that you think is good, something in your mind that you think is great, that's not a problem. But here's where the problem lies when you don't ask God about it. God, what do you think about this job? I think it's, I think it's good. It looks good right now. But what do you think about it? Will, it? will it hinder me from worship? Will it hinder me from serving you? Will it hinder me from living my Christian walk? Lord, please help me to understand if this, if this is the right job for me. Is this good or is this bad? Lord, I've met this person. It's great. You know, it, it's, it's great. We laugh. We joke, da-da-da-da-da, whatever. But Lord, will this person hinder me in my walk? Will this person be a great father to my sons, to my daughters? Will this person be a great spiritual leader for my sons and daughters? Will this person be a great mother to my sons? You see, that's how you involve the Lord. There, it's not wrong to look at something or someone as a good thing. That's not wrong at all. It becomes wrong when you make the decision based off what you think about it rather than what God thinks about them. That's when it becomes wrong. So now when it goes south, and eventually it will go south, when it goes south, who directed your steps then? It, was, it wasn't God. It was us. So maybe, just maybe. So then number two, as we keep developing this idea, right? This is a great idea, great concept, right? So now number two, as we think about this idea and this concept, here's the second one. Second one is this. Just because you don't get what you want right now doesn't mean that the consequence is going to be bad. Just because you don't get what you want right now doesn't mean the consequence is going to be bad. So now think about this. Think about Paul for a minute. Would Paul ever wish hardship on anybody? No. Would I or you wish hardship on me? No, I wouldn't wish hardship on you. But I want you to look at this. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Look at the image that Paul is painting here. 1 Corinthians chapter 4. And let's begin. Um, actually, I'm sorry, 2nd. 2nd Corinthians. I knew I was going to mess that up. I wrote that down. 2nd Corinthians chapter 4. 2nd Corinthians chapter 4. And let's begin in verse 8. 2nd Corinthians chapter 4, beginning in verse 8. And again, 
if you if you want to listen to this this in song, go on YouTube and look up the Corinthian song by um, Sam Robson. Oh man, it gets gets you every time. Gets you every time. The Corinthian song. I mean, just that's a it, it's from Second Corinthians four. That's a great song there. But look at this. It says we are troubled on every side. On every side, we're troubled, but we're not distressed. We're perplexed, but we're not in despair. We're persecuted, but not forsaken. We're cast down, but we're not destroyed. So look at this idea. Maybe. So think about it. Just because you're in trouble doesn't mean that it can't work out for you. Just because you're perplexed about situations does it mean it's not going to smooth itself out? Just because you're persecuted and you feel forsaken doesn't mean you're going to quit and you won't get help and aid pretty soon. See, here's the beautiful part about that concept of maybe. Just because you're experiencing bad right now doesn't always mean the consequence is always going to be bad. So now... Think about us in our in our in our walking in our lives. Just because pain happens or trial or persecution or in Paul's case, rejection here. Does it always mean just because you experience bad things that those bad things can't potentially work out in your favor later? Maybe. Maybe. You know, we discussed with with uh, with Cole a couple a couple days ago on the podcast about Joseph. You know, think about everything that happened in his life. All those things, it was set up for him to fail, quote unquote. You know, it it wasn't as set up, but it seemed that way, right? It's not. A, it was. It was almost like, man, I can't win. I can't win. Everything is set up for me to lose. But all that worked out in his favor. So it's all this concept of maybe it's all about perspective. So jump down to verse 16. For this cause, we faint not. But though our outward man perishes, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Right. So now notice, look at Paul's perspective on things. Someone would normally think the things that are happening to us is bad. But actually, even though the outward man, it looks bad, my inward man is Superman right now. We're growing every single day. Watch verse 17. For our light affliction. No, now, this is beautiful right here. If y'all take a note, circle how they all, all of 17. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment. Okay. Okay, I was about to give her. Okay, now think about this. What was Israel and what was David from our first point? What were they looking for? They were looking for satisfaction and fun and fun times and laughter and being like everybody else and all this stuff. They were looking for a moment. They were looking for a moment. But the moment, the consequence lasted longer. But notice what Paul says here. Paul says, we went through our struggles, but we understand that 
instead of trying to create something good, we let this stuff happen. But we understand that this is not here forever. But then notice, notice what Paul is saying, which is but for a moment, and it works for us. See, Paul's perspective was right. He let everything bad that was happening to him, he was letting it work for him instead of trying to make good happen. So he said he knew that the Lord was going to take care of him. Guess what Israel and guess what David lost? In that moment in time, they had lost their faith in something that was great, and that's God. And they tried to replace him with someone else that they thought could give them what God was already giving them. Here's, here's the concept. Whenever we try to replace God, number one, he's first. Whenever we try to replace God with something or someone else, it's not going to end up well. And to, to use personal experiences, not, well, not personal, but using, uh, uh, application, it's the same thing as well. Good people are, I don't know about you, but good people aren't always easy to find. Good people aren't always easy to find. Good friends aren't always easy to find. You know, sometimes you got to cherish those things when you have them. I'm talking to myself too. You got to cherish those things. And so notice Israel and David didn't cherish the Lord. But then let's look at verse, um, the end of verse 17. All this bad that everybody thinks is bad, we understand that it's working for us. And we have a far more exceeding weight of glory. Now watch verse 18. This is where that concept of maybe comes in. Remember that Chinese parable. Everybody else when they saw something that was bad, they just thought all, all everything was bad. But when they saw something was good, they thought all the results was always good. But notice what Paul says in verse 18. While we look not on the things that are seen. Sometimes we spend too much time looking at what we think is really bad and devastating or what's really amazing right now. Paul says we don't spend our time looking at those things. We don't spend our times looking at things which are seen, which are quote-unquote good or quote-unquote bad. But we look at the things that are not seen. For the things that are seen are temporal. But the things that are not seen are eternal. So now think about all this concept of maybe, and this is a biblical, it's, it's all about perspective and it's trying to get us to stop looking with the physical eyes, but looking at things with the eyes of faith. Here's the thing about life. Life is, and mom was always teaching me this life is cyclical. And what that means is bad times aren't always meant to stay. Good times aren't always meant to stay. And like Paul said here, the things that are seen, they're temporal. But here's what, here's what Paul is mentioning here. But experiencing, and Ecclesiastes mentions this too, Ecclesiastes 3, there's a time and a place. But as you experience the good times and you experience the bad, 
that means you're living. But in that Chinese parable, everybody else was focused. Um, everybody else was just so focused on a feeling. They were just focused on the here and now and what they felt here and now and what they wanted here and now. When we focus too much on the here and now, we're not looking forward to the future. So maybe. But this is how Paul was able to get through good times and get through bad times. He said, I understand everything that always happens, it's temporal. He said, it's light. Even though it's affliction, he said, it's light. And I know it's not going to last forever. But he says, I'm focused on the things that are eternal. So think about the things that have happened to you recently, last year, the year before, the years before. Think about it for a minute. The things that happened that you thought were good. Maybe they were really good and I'm happy for you. But maybe it could be like an Israel David situation where it wasn't the greatest thing. But maybe something that you thought was really, really bad was setting you up for something that's great. So how do you, how do you know the difference? Number one, like we talked about, you got to let the Lord direct your way. So when the bad or good happens, Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, ask the Lord about it. Seek his wisdom on it and keep knocking, keep trying to find the answer. Keep trying to understand from God's word, what do you want me to do about it? Then as we look at it, understand that the good times and the bad times, they're just temporal. But start to use faith. Look at the eternal things more than the temporal things. So maybe <laughs> something good happens, something bad happens. Well, what do you think about that, Jordan? What do you think about that so-and-so? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe. We'll see how it works. But I know the Lord's in control. So what he wants me to keep doing, whether I'm experiencing good times or whether I'm experiencing bad times, you keep rolling with the punches. You keep doing what he says. You keep asking, seeking, and knocking, Matthew chapter 7. You keep letting the Lord lead you, and the Lord will reveal what he needs to reveal in time. In time. Maybe. That was a great concept, wasn't it? It's, it's, it's a pretty cool concept. It's a, it's a cool concept that you think about it. But I hope this can kind of change our, our minds on, on uh, certain things that happen in our lives and to show some patience. Because remember, these things are going to be revealed soon. You know, you think about Joseph. The, you know, Joseph didn't understand he was going to be in second command until 17 years later. You know, Moses didn't realize he was going to be the leader of a nation until, what, 40 years later? So it, it takes time to understand why things happen. It takes time. But, you know, even with, uh, you know, with Esther, maybe certain things are happening for you. Maybe you were here for such a time as this. I mean, who knows? Who knows? But it's just a matter of trusting in the Lord, trusting in his providence, trusting in what he has for you. You keep being the right person that you're supposed to be. And let's see what he does with it. Let's see. Let's see how the Lord plays this out. Do we know the answer? Nope. No. But let me keep let's let's keep being faithful and let's see what the Lord will do. Let's see how he plays this out. It's all we can do. So I hope that 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 this was able to encourage you today. 
go back and look at these scriptures and, and let's study it when we can grow from this. And uh, I'm just so appreciative of, of everything that you all do and, and um, you guys listening and sharing the podcast. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. So Lord willing, I think we might be, we may be back on Friday with a, yeah, we will be actually. So we'll be back Friday with a guest. I believe we'll have um, Ren Ferguson on. Uh, one of my guys from uh, Collinsville. So we'll be happy to have him on and we'll study and we'll, we'll grow. And I look forward to, uh, to having him on with you guys. So Lord willing, we will see you on Friday. Thanks guys.